Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, yo, Chico. Ah, it's Andrew Palmer, the psycho butcher. And you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Keep doing that, guys. It helps the algorithm. Come on. It is episode 32, and we are talking WWE Survivor Series with our official pay-per-view review analyst, Mo Stiegel. Stick around. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Dan. I am Mike. We're here to talk a little professional wrestling, but before we get there, let's get some plugs out of the way. As always, be sure to head over to oversellpodcast.com. Check on that Amazon link right there on the site. Christmas shopping season is here. You're going to shop on amazon.com anyway. If you do it through Oversell Podcast, you can help this podcast out. Uh... I mean, I'm going to shop on Amazon. I'm going to do it through OversellPodcast.com. Guys. I mean, we're going to get of ourselves money. Yeah. <laughs> That's I what mean, we're hey, here for. you've got to help Why yourself not? out, right, too? <laughs> also, not? be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at OversellPodcast. I am at Shropenuts, S-C-H-R-O-E-P-N-U-T-S. I am at One Dangerous Dan, and I'm on Facebook, Dangerous Dan Matthews. At WolfMike23. Also, be sure to head over to Facebook.com slash OversellPodcast. We've gotten near 100 likes. Wow! In the past week, so you guys, people are listening. Yep, they're Coming starting to pay attention. Yep. And that's third. not just We're our own personal like multiple accounts. <laughs> no, you know, so. no, it's not just me <laughs> combined. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, how's your week been? Short. I like it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, been real short week. Um, looking forward to eating tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That's the reason I've been losing weight is yeah. just to make room for tomorrow. There and, you go. You're, you're going to find all that weight you lost oh tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> know exactly where it is. To all of our listeners out there, have a happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Um, be sure to eat as much as you can. Go out Friday, play some football like I'm going to be doing yeah. with some friends. Um, I am. It's going to be interesting to see how old Derek moves out on the old football field. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's old now, huh? Yeah. Old Derek, old football old. field. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're my age. Old football field, old Derek. <laughs> Being yeah. that you're the, the youngest one here at this table. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> now you're just arguing semantics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, guys, I got to go to <laughs> MEW Wrestling Friday night, and my first thought, I never walk away from an MEW show disappointed. Okay. They work their asses off. Oh, and yeah. this week was no different. Mm-hmm. Um. St- opened up uh, Kid Crazy and Josh Cross. I got his name right. There you go. Yay, you said um, it right. They took, it right. On, <laughs> they took on this tag team called Lethal Injection. They're an Arkansas-based tag team. Um, I don't know much about them, but they sure were drawn with fans pretty good, and I was sitting right there in their corner, and, uh, you know, he, they just kept going back and forth, and, man, Kid Crazy is something special. Oh, yeah. I love watching that guy go. Mm-hmm. And he, Josh Cross, for a guy his size, he can go. He oh can yeah. he can fly. Oh yeah. 
Uh, got, has great control of his body. I think he did like a suicide dive or something to the outside. I know mm-hmm. he did a couple of uh, – I think he may have done a swanton in the match. And it was weird seeing Josh Cross as a face. Yeah. He looked very reluctant to be a face, <laughs> but it was still very high-intensity match. Um, actually, that wasn't even the open match. I'm getting ahead of myself. Opening match was Damone Salavino and Duke Warfield. Mm-hmm. Taking on now was this the tag team turmoil? Event? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's a lot of tag team. There's a couple single matches, mm-hmm. but mostly everything was tag team. And uh, I forget these guys they wrestled, but they were two bigger boys from I'm going to guess Arkansas. And mm-hmm. uh, their shirts were had something to do with beer. Um, <laughs> they immediately were, attribute that to, <laughs> to Arkansas. <laughs> 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 you, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, "What?" <laughs> well, when you think Arkansas, what do you think of? Uh, Nothing. No, I yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> empty field. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Duke Warfield and Damone Salavino have a great uh, chemistry as tag team. Uh, and Duke, man, I, I'm telling you, the more I see a Duke, the more impressed I get. And the same f- thing for Damone. Because Damone, Damone can go, um, and Duke Warfield can go. I li- and they ha- their styles are kind of clashing mm-hmm. to where you have Duke, who is the ground guy, you know, the technician. Mm-hmm. Then you have Damone Salavino, who is flyer, mm-hmm. risk taker, stuff like that. And two good guys in touch with the fans. Um, my nephew got to give Duke Warfield a five, and that really got him excited and uh, I'll go ahead and plug his appearance coming up next month. Duke Warfield will be here, and he will be in live studio. right here in Oversell Studios live. in Bartlett, Tennessee. Uh, live. So we're looking forward to that, and I look forward to talking to Duke. Next match um, was uh, Del Tucker putting on his MEW television title mm-hmm. against a man who's been wrestling in Memphis for a very long time, 3G, the dream killer, Eric Wayne. And those guys, those guys beat the hell out of each other. It, it was a very physical match. Oh, I'm sure it was very physical. Um, Dell, uh, Dell is one of the best heels in Memphis. That man, that man gets serious heat, at mm-hmm. least from what I've seen in MEW. And he's great at just egging it on too. Mm-hmm. Like I had my Buccaneers shirt on, so he's like, "You're a Buccaneers fan. What does your opinion matter?" And saying shit like that, and I'm like, "Well." You're a Falcons <laughs> fan, and the Bucks beat the Falcons this year, so. <laughs> and that's about the height of my voice that I used because I didn't want yeah. Del Tucker to jump in the ring and get the crap kicked out of me. Mm-hmm. Eric Wayne. <laughs> he was actually just texting that to himself. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, him and Eric Wayne had a hellacious match. Went all, They went in the, out in the crowd. Uh, someone got thrown into a section of chairs. Um, it, they just beat the hell out of each other for about 15 minutes. Uh, Del Tucker won by count out. Hmm. Uh, threw Eric, they hit, they battled outside for a bit. Threw Eric into a turn buck or in, into a post, and mm-hmm. that was how they won it. Then we had uh, Chris Lex, the King of Pal, who has won Superstar of the Week on this show, <laughs> taking on uh, Extreme Brett Michaels. Mm-hmm. That dude is a behemoth. Yeah. I, I just I'm amazed at how big the dude is. That, oh, yeah. I mean that sucker. Chris Lex got the win. Of course, he's still your MEW Supreme Heavyweight Championship. But they once again, physical match. Uh, Chris Lex is just so in touch with the way the 
crowd in touch with the crowd mm-hmm. his connection to those people down there at 4050 North Watkins is just incredible mm-hmm. um trying to and who did he wrestle extreme Brett Michaels did he come out to poison no no <laughs> <laughs> if you saw this dude you wouldn't even make this joke because no, you wouldn't. This dude, <laughs> I think he's. I, think I, he's I, I will get on the Google machine. I think yeah. he's wrestled for TNA some. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to think if there's anything, uh, any other matches. Um, in the main event, we had a tag team turmoil match. Who, whichever tag team lost, had to break up. Full deck versus. Diamond Ink. Mm-hmm. I bet that was a good one. These matches, this match, was extremely physical. Mm-hmm. They, they fought all over. It went outside. They were fighting outside in the parking lot. Oh wow! Just beating the hell out of each other. <laughs> and all credit to those guys. It was cold Friday night. Oh jeez. They're out there shirtless, throwing chops, uh, beating the hell out of each other, and. Get back to the ring. Full deck pins Diamond Ink. Mm-hmm. Diamond Ink is no longer a tag team. Oh well. So, I'm guessing this is the guy. Yeah, that's him. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> like when I saw it come out, I'm like, God, dog, that dude is huge. <laughs> yeah, you gonna make any poison jokes to him now? <laughs> I think I still will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. I'm gonna cut that out. Let me see the picture. When uh, we put when the in, he comes, if we ever nah, get him on the show, dude is just jacked up. The that's actually him. Those shots right there. Those are him, that's him at MEW mm-hmm. this past weekend. But man, tattoo, Reno Diamond, full deck, Chris Lex, all those guys at MEW are. It is such a hardworking company. You can tell their heart is really into this show, and they give it absolutely everything they have. Mm-hmm. And it, it really impresses me every week. I since since I've started going to this show, I have not left once disappointed. And my and my p- nephew got a picture with the King of Pal, Chris Lex, and he was really excited about that. That's cool. That's and that cool. was actually when we we're outside watching Diamond Inc. And Phil Deck fight, <laughs> and, it, and and to his credit, he was actually out there rooting for Diamond Ink, you know, as a true face. Just come yeah, on, yeah, Diamond yeah. Ink, come on! And man, it's just it was just a really fun show. Hey, I am I'm happy that you've become a local wrestling fan. I really am. I still got to see a Wildfire show. I ha- yes, well, you I, do. Technically, I have because I went to Roundhouse Revival, and that was a Wildfire show. Yeah. So yeah. I've you got need to, you need to see it uh, in all of its glory. Yeah, that, and yeah. Woodland Hills or, or Thursday nights. Like that, you know, it's so hard for us to get because sh- usually sometimes I have to work mm-hmm. right after I get done when we get done recording. So right. Thursday nights is like the worst night for them to put on a wrestling show. So of course that last show is going to be course. on a Thursday night. Yeah, but they got superstars over there too. Derek King, mm-hmm. uh, five star, five star, R and D. Red Rum and what Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Next time they have a show, I'm going to get out there. So, well, this ju- this just in. Mo's sick. He's not going to call in tonight. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh man. <laughs> Been throwing up all day. Ew. No well, Oprah yeah. tonight. 
Yeah, he no, uh, no okay. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, he just texted me, said, uh, I'm not going to be able well, to come call in tonight. So, <clears throat> Okay, let's, before we get into our Survivor Series review, we can let's go ahead and do our Memphis let's do that. Let's wrestling do that. moment. Uh, what's today's date? Today's 25th, so I figured it could have been either, we'll do the either no- one of those. All right, November 28th, 1983. Oh, yeah. I was two years old. I was five. I was two as well. So why you call me young when you're... The same age what I was. You're saying you're, you're old. St- yeah, <laughs> but you're still technically the youngest. <laughs> why are you saying you? Why are you saying you old? I'm because no, I mean, if, if you are old, three you're, years you're on you. If that's the case, then we're all old. You're the old man on the show. So, yeah. all right. So, <laughs> all right. November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty three. Um, Championship Wrestling presents Mid South Wrestling at the Coliseum, and we had a triple main event. Actually, I'm going to go from the bottom. Yeah, up. work up. Uh, the Grappler versus Tom Pritchard. There you go. That's That mm. had to be a hell of a match. Russian Invader versus the Jaguar. Ten-man tag match. The Moondogs, the A-Team, and Dennis Condry versus Robert Gibson, Bobby, Bobby Eaton, Stagger Lee, Art Crows, and Plowboy Frazier. I, I, I got to find – I wish some of these matches were on YouTube. I want to watch Bobby Eaton, like yeah. in his old glory oh, tag man, team days. Bob, Bobby – it's such a smooth work. Probably one, probably the greatest tag team wrestler of uh, all time. Yeah, I was so honored to actually have a match with him and Golden Boy, and I mean that was just awesome. Mid American heavyweight title match: Buddy Landell versus Terry Taylor. That had to be a great match. Oh yeah. Uh, Southern tag team title match: The Bruise Brothers with Jimmy Hart versus the Fabulous Ones. There you go. Yeah, okay. yeah. U.S. Junior heavyweight title match: Bill Dundee versus Rick Morton. Grudge match: Dutch Mantel versus Norval. That's Austin. the United. That's the United States Junior Heavyweight Title. Yeah, that's the title I won. Yeah, the exact mm-hmm. same title. I that's won. awesome. And then the main event: Southern Heavyweight Title Match: Jerry Lawler versus Ken Patera with Jimmy Hart. Ha <laughs> ha! How Ken cool Patera. is that? I like that. All right, uh, let's see. just read the main event of the week. The week before. The week before, main event, boxing and wrestling, Jerry Lawler versus Jimmy Hart and Andy Kaufman. Bah. That's <laughs> awesome. That, that was That's good. Yeah, that, that's great. Uh, let's see if these results. <clears throat> Got to find that results section. Uh, well, I don't think he put the results in for this one because I think it's for these other two cards here. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Well, we can do a predict what we thought happened. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Kaufman interfered. Uh, Lawler, I'm sure, beat Ken Patera. Yeah. I uh, bet you Dutch Mantel. But you don't know. See, I mean, well, then Patera made a had a made a, had a month run here. You know. Hey, I'm just we're making our pr- we're just making predictions. <laughs> hey, well, uh, hey, yeah, we're just guessing. Yeah, uh, the we'll US hop in the DeLorean and find it out. We're later. guessing about stuff that happened. <laughs> well, it's we're, we're making 32 pre- years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. <dang laughs> we're it. predicting things that happened 32 yeah. years ago. Uh, uh, that match must have been a hell of a match <laughs> for the grudge match. Dutch, Ma- I bet you Dutch Mantel beat Norval Austin. U.S. Junior Heavyweight Title Match. I think Rick Morton probably won that one. Just to keep, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. I'm just filling time. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, we're done with that. Yada yada yada. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, let's take a break so we can gather ourselves and get yes. ready for some straight up Survivor Series talk. Stick around. We'll be right back. This okay. is the Oversell Podcast. What did you want to say something else? Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Uh, yeah, uh, we've got a few things we could talk about. I mean, okay. 
we can edit that. Dad, <laughs> leave it in. Or leave it in, whatever. Yeah, whatever, matter. whatever, whatever. But yeah, uh, there's a few things are going on. Actually, I mean, they just released Brad Maddox. Yeah, and I tweeted this on my account earlier today. You put the man in a, what was it, a chicken outfit? Turkey. Tur- turkey. turkey outfit. You send him out and get him tombstoned on Jimmy Fallon, then you release him. That's yeah. the day before Thanksgiving. The day before. Th- that is just. Not the day before Thanksgiving. Now, you that know, was last week when they did that. Two, we might not know. Oh, you released him no, before. No, I released got you. him I got, you. I, got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. We might not know a lot of the different situations that are happening because <coughs> uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but Solomon Crow also <coughs> asked, he for, asked for his release. Asked for and received his release. Yeah, right. I, can't, I can't blame him for that because he was sitting there doing nothing in NXT. Yeah. And it sucks because he is a very talented guy, great on the mic. Crazy matches. Mm-hmm. He can do some crazy stuff in matches, and they, he was just wasting away. Well, I got, I got, a, I got to put this out there as like uh, my friend Kevin, who was Knuckles Madsen in NXT. You know, it's a different animal when you get there. You know, it's not like the independent scene where you're constantly working. You know, and you're constantly working in shows, and you're constantly building this character and everything, and you're you're in front of everybody constantly. You know, looking at the breaking ground stuff, you know, if they feel like you're ready for a show, they'll put you on a show. But if you're not on a show, you're literally just training. Right. And that's it. You know, oh, you're you're not ready to be in front of people. You're just going to train. Right. You know, so if they were doing that to him, you know, which I haven't seen him on any cards lately at all. I mean, in the episodes of NXT that I've watched, didn't have him on them. So, I mean, kind of tough to, like, <coughs> gauge a character when right. they're not and even putting him in front of people. You know, you know? He, had, he had had a couple of moments where at first when he first came to NXT, he was going to be this um, hacker mm-hmm. character, and Kalisto came out and was cutting a promo. The lights go off. You hear this crazy hacking sound, and the lights come back on. There's Solomon Crow with Kalisto laid out, and then he just hits a button on his tablet, mm-hmm. and he disappears again. And then for a while there, he was doing vignettes where he kind of hacked the show mm-hmm. and took over, cut a promo, and left. And then they just kind of stopped. And then he jobbed out to some, someone they just brought in, too. Wow. I mean, it, so uh, hopefully, you know, he's not going to have any problems getting any bookings or anything like that. He's Solomon Damn Crow. Yeah. He's, what was he, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. He's yeah. going to fi- find plenty of work. Oh, yeah. On the indie scene. ROH. May get him. Oh, definitely. You know, I mean, one of the big ones is going to yeah, get him. So. One of the other big ones is going to get him. I mean, it's the guys. The guys got talent, you know. And when when you have talent of his caliber, you can't put him on the back burner and expect him to sit there. Right. Right. You know. But and so. uh, and it sounded like everything ended amicably. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't sound like there was any bad blood there or anything. It just he asked for his release and got it. So. And you know they may call him eventually down the road and say, "Hey, we finally got something for you. We think will work. Bring it back in. Let's run it at a couple of NXT house shows, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And then we'll yeah. we'll see what happens there. I mean, uh, you know, talking to Kevin and everything, it really I think I think getting up there and seeing what it was and how it was totally run and you know seeing that it was a totally different animal from what he thought it was and it was a totally different animal from the indie scene. And that he was going to have to adjust and rework everything that he ever knew, you know. And that's kind of tough for people, you know. And seeing that on the breaking ground, you know, there's guys up there now that are, you know, they've got this, their mindset on this one gimmick. And, you know, they they go and they tell them, you're not that guy. Think of something else. 
And they're like, oh, but I've been working on this right. for like 10 years and I did it in front of everybody else and everybody else liked it. Why don't you like it? You know? So, you know, it, it, the part the part of that you have to remember is WWE is an entertainment company. They're not a wrestling company. And that's what they told me when I tried out. Right. <laughs> and that's mainly what turned me off of it was just like, really, because like, yeah, you know, they let them wrestle in NXT and everything. And we'll get to this later, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, because uh, Mick Foley even said this week oh, about yeah. Survivor Series. Did y'all see that stuff that yeah. Mick Foley put up? Yep. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that on the Survivor Series review after the break. But I, holy uh, crap. Yeah, I, I actually I sent him a tweet, not that he would do it. I invite him on the show to talk to us about it sometime. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe we'll get Maybe we'll get lucky. Yeah. Oh, man, how cool would that be would to talk be great. to Mick Foley for like uh, – Mick Foley would be uh, – well, in the in uh, the, in the thing that he wrote, he said he he drove from East Tennessee to to Florida to see Becky Lynch and and Sasha the first time they wrestled. Yep. So maybe he lives in Tennessee. Maybe we got an in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but who knows? <laughs> but we'll we'll go over that because I want to pull that up and read that. That was an awesome. Right. That was everything that he brought up in that blog was awesome. Okay. So well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll go into Survivor Series, and we'll go from there. Yeah. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell like a little Podcast. Mick Jagger. <laughs> and I gotta ask, does that song bring back good memories oh, for you hell and yeah. Mo, Dan? Hell yeah. Oh, it does. The 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 feel <laughs> of the leather belt lashing my skin. Yes. And <laughs> and we're not talking about we're not talking about S and M. We literally got hit with belts in Union City. <laughs> <laughs> we got a belt wrapped around us a couple of times by Golden Boy in Union City during some tag matches. It was not fun. Well, joining us now on the show, uh, for those that don't know, is our official pay per view review analyst, Oprah. Mo Oprah. Stiegel. <laughs> and Mo, it's always a pleasure to have you back on the show, man. We love talking to you. Oh, man, glad to be on the show, man. Well, let's dive into yeah. it. Um, let's dive into the internet, what the internet people have declared is the worst pay-per-view they've ever seen in their lives. Well, that's, <laughs> I've seen, th- that. I won't call it the worst I've ever seen, but this is straight bad. Yeah, to me, uh, I think uh, I think everybody's forgotten. Brown, twenty thirteen. Uh, yeah, I think uh, everybody's like forgotten the uh, pay per view that was uh, December to dismember the, the ECW, the ECW, the, oh, ECW. Yeah. the WWE ECW, the WWE yeah. ECW pay per view. <laughs> George George in our chat room asked if we get free stuff from this Oprah. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> well, I don't think you'd want anything Mo could give you. No. <laughs> if you want some, if you want some heat. Like, I can give you some heat. <laughs> <laughs> Come to your chair. You're not getting booked anywhere. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mo, as a matter of fact, he has so much heat, he does not get cold in the winter at <laughs> all. <laughs> Chuck Norris is so jealous of me. That's yeah. right. He walks around with a short sleeve shirt in the winter. <laughs> well, let's dive into it, and we'll start with the pre-show. 
Mike, you want to give us that match there? That was the one of the two traditional five-on-five Survivor Series matches. <laughs> My first problem with this show is you have a Survivor Series match on the pre-card. True. And then you have only one in your Survivor Series pay-per-view. They really, with this pay-per-view, the only thing they should be doing is going back to what made that pay-per-view the best. Mm-hmm. Nothing but Survivor Series team matches. Yep. That was when the pay-per-view was so awesome. Mm-hmm. I, and maybe a World Heavyweight Championship match, but that's it. I think I think if we do that, I think if they do that, then they need to like put a stipulation into the like sole survivors at the end of the night. Something like a yeah, the team captain on the first one. Yeah, you know, and like the sole survivors at the end of the night ever gets title match of their choice or something like that. You there know? you go. Something like that. You well, know? see, at the first at the first Survivor Series, they had all the uh, survivors meet back up in a heel babyface yeah match in the main event, and mm-hmm. it wound up being like three more heels and baby faces. Mm-hmm. Of course, Hogan and Warrior were on the other team, so... And they, yeah, they... Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Cena! And they John Cena's everybody! <laughs> but, but, yeah, the, we, we had the return of Gold Dust in this match, which, which, I, which I loved, but at the same time, it's on the pre-show. It's on the pre-show. Why'd you have a surprise like that on the pre-show? And, like... I miss we, Oprah Dust. <laughs> 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 and l- why not just say these pay-per-views start at six yeah instead or six thirty, and, yeah. st- and and just don't call it a pre-show just call it a match in the show that's mm-hmm. your opening match yeah. now i know like i know like direct tv and them they go into the pre-show for like an hour you know and they do it as a free thing like, oh, you want to buy the pay-per-view right, here you yeah. go you know you want to buy the pay-per-view here's a free match you know you want to buy the pay-per-view and then they cut it off at like seven o'clock, yeah, and it goes in the, the pre-show. Oh God! My goodness, pay-per-view. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's funny to see like who gets on the pre-show now, you know? Like but this with this one, you have the Dudleys on your the pre-show. Dudleys. Yeah, yeah. The, the last Dudley. tag team. Put the Usos on the Dudley or in the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, put them on the Dudleys. Put yeah. Well, put the. <laughs> 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 Would the Dudleys rather work the pre-show or Destination A? Uh, Good point. Very good (laughs) point. Uh, Yeah. I guess that was what – he's like, we don't want to do the pre-show. Well, you take your ass back to TNA. (laughs) We're good. We're good. We got it. We'll do the pre-show. Oh, man, I love the pre-show. I love the (laughs) pre-show. Don't you love the pre-show, Devon? I love the pre-show. I love the pre-show. We'll, we'll, I like, <laughs> we'll be in the ring after the commercial. I like how your Bubba Ray impression is an eight-year-old kid. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how he talks. He's kind of high pitched when he gets excited, you know. Right, right. He's right, like right. a loudmouth redneck, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go on to the next match because I don't want to talk too much about a pre-show match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so totally disparaged. Oh uh, well, it started with uh, Reigns and Del Rio, and it was great match. Great, great match. It was a great uh, match. There, we knew who was going to win coming into it. I mean, it was totally predictable. And this, this was this was the theme of the night. Everything was predictable, but they were having great matches. Yep. Yeah, everything was great matches. These these wrestlers put some great work into their matches and everything, and that's why yeah, I'm like so down on the internet and all these guys and all these former WWE writers and everything coming in and saying, oh, this is terrible, oh, this is horrible, we could have done a better job than this, and la 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 like, The, I mean, the honestly, WWE though, champion if, just if, got hurt, you know? 
they're doing what they can. They're Honestly, in, they're in battle recovery mode. So, go ahead, Mo. I mean, you can't. You can't get too hot about it because, honestly, if you throw Facebook into 1998, you'd have heard the same stuff. Oh, my God, Austin went over again. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, the NWOs, they're burying everybody. Mm -hmm. Old Hogan, 70. Which, (laughs) let me ask you this before we delve deeper into the What is hurt wrestling more, the the death of the territories or the internet? The internet. The internet. By far, the internet. Yeah. Because it's hard to keep secrets now. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, secrets. Everybody has an opinion. Right. Like back when, back before Facebook and MySpace and MySpace. Holy shit! There's your. There's your. (laughs) There's your throwback Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) A MySpace reference. Holy shit! Um, But yeah, um, I mean, back back in the day when all you had was what is now called the dirt sheets. Right. You know, you had web pages you could go to and you could see behind the scenes. And you could, you know, oh well, okay, this guy's having trouble behind the scenes and all this other stuff. And you got the inside stuff on it, you know. Now you have Facebook, you have Twitter, you have MySpace, all the all the, you know, social networkings have, have evolved. And now you have a wrestling fan who is twenty four seven connected to the business. And the inside of the business, mm-hmm. and he thinks he knows everything. I do and know everything. I mean, it's just you like, shut it's up. Like, <laughs> like the most pro- most prominent I, uh, memory in my mind is like Starcade '97. Was like I was so mad Bret Hart screwed Hogan in the NWO. Mm-hmm. But like I watched Nitro the next night because I didn't have a keyboard to go online and go, "Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> they're burying Hogan." Mm-hmm. George brings up a very good point in our chat room. Think about this. This is what he said. That's what it starts with. Think about this. <laughs> okay. The curtain call was only really known to diehard fans who subscribe to newsletters. In this day and age, it would have been global in minutes. Yep. Isn't that incredible? Within oh, seconds. Yeah. yeah. Within seconds. I oh mean, yeah. Yeah. Just imagine you're yeah. like you're reading Twitter back when the curtain call happens. Like, holy shit, they all hugged. Yeah. What the hell yeah. is you'd going have had, on You'd here? have had 27 different videos from 40 <laughs> different camera <laughs> right. angles with selfies and yeah. selfie sticks and. Tyler Breeze comes in and gives him a hug too, just for some strange reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not even born yet. I like hugging people because I'm gorgeous. <laughs> but yeah, let's go back hey, to. Isn't it kind of funny that like not even three weeks ago they had Shawn Michaels on the show, and he sit there and talked about not trying to be a duplicate, and mm-hmm. then Dolph Ziggler warms the band up in the middle of the match. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like somebody wasn't listening. <laughs> so He's busy doing Lana backwards. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Collectively. Wow. wow. Keep getting that heat, Mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Can't wait to my first shot at the performance center. Oh, no, we're <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait Kevin to see. Says, Go ahead. We're going to leave it up to Kevin Owens if you get a contract, Mo. <laughs> hey, you know, I think it'd be interesting to see Mo on Breaking Ground interacting with Oh, my with God. Oh, that would be hilarious. Oh, shit. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, see me doing a lot of face-palming in my chair at home. 
I'm, I'm totally out of the loop. I haven't been able to watch Breaking Ground. Breaking uh, there, it's, it's, There's an interactive. You're it, basically like in on the uh, NXT training, basically. You know, the, you're you're seeing what they what happens in all the training that ZZ and Josh and all the tough enough guys are going through, and you go behind the scenes with Tyler Breeze and. Uh, a bunch of the other guys that are training to get on the NXT show and stuff like that. And so, honestly, I think this is if they would have shot tough enough like this, mm-hmm. it would have been a much better show. And it's narrated by William Shatner, which is badass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, are you serious? I, like, yeah, I, that's for real. serious. I am 100% for real. It's badass because it's narrated by William Shatner. <laughs> that, alone, that alone won my show. vote. <laughs> very, Justin. very... Tyler Breeze took his selfie stick and took a picture <laughs> on the side of the room. <laughs> Saying everything with a pause there, William. You're not on Star Trek anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Spock. That's He's not even on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go he back did. to... Oh, what? <laughs> let's get back to Survivor Series. So, yeah, opened up with Roman Reigns and Del Rio, and they had a fantastic match. Yes. And, and like, it's like you said, the matches were great, but, you know... Something need to get shaken up in this tournament, and that never happened. Mm-hmm. And I've got a behind-the-scenes story, too. I'm <laughs> I'm happy to see Zeb Coulter, Dutch Mantel, known to us Memphis fans, uh, back on TV. Um, and he still, to this day, behind the scenes, before the show ever starts, warms up his bullwhip. That was the thing when oh, he ca- when he go- when he would get to the arenas back in the day before long before the short start show started he'd be back in the back like you know he'd find a wide open area and he'd start cracking the bullwhip that bullwhip he always brought with him to the ring and mm-hmm. everything and last time I was behind the last time I was behind the scenes as an extra and stuff uh, working extra talent and everything he was back there. And he brought out that bullwhip, and he started warming it up about an hour before the show. Nice. And there were people that were coming over because he was teaching them how to use a bullwhip. <laughs> There's a couple of road agents. The ascension. There was a, there was a, <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a couple of uh, road agents or, or producers or, or some people. They were coming over there, and they were grabbing two or three extra bullwhips that he had and trying to do it with him. You know, and he was he was teaching them how to do it. You yeah, know, awesome. it was pretty cool. So I, but that that's just a little side story there because every time I see Zeb, I always think about him warming up his bullwhip in the back. So I always think it was like, yep, I bet he was back warming up his bullwhip before the show. <laughs> <laughs> what was the next match on the card? Uh, would have been Owens and Ambrose. Ziggler and Breeze. Got those two out quick. Yeah, Owens, they, yeah. I guess they wanted him to rest yeah. before. Yeah, that, uh, Owens and Owens, Owens and Ambrose was awesome. Am- Another good match. And they're starting yeah. to do some things in their matches. Like Ambrose, I hate the punch, fall into the ropes, come up. Yeah, and, bounce back. And bounce, yeah, I yeah. hate that move because mm-hmm. it's a predictable. Yeah. You know, Ambr- especially Ambrose. Ambrose is the last guy that should have anything predictable, predictable about yeah, his right. matches. Mm-hmm. Anything. So I'd like to see him get that move out of his repertoire and not even really have a move repertoire. You, you know, that's just me. I don't know if that guy that bugs you as much as it bugs me, right. but I'm I'm starting to get to that point this, now this, where this is part of the show that uh, had me heaving over a toilet all day today. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens did a good job. <laughs> good job. Um, I can hear your teeth gritting great, against Kevin. each other. The sarcastic clapping back in the background. <laughs> <laughs> great job, Kevin. Good job. Just, uh, keep good up the good work. Job. 
I, Good job. Catering on me. I mean. Catering on you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Owens is such a, to me, Owens is such a, just a good damn worker. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I do, Dead silence. Yeah. For the guy to for the guy to be the size that he is, yes, he can work, and he's very surprising in the ring. Yes, I just I fall into the category where like it's dry heel stuff. You know, we've had this previous conversation with Golden Boy, um, where it's dry heel. You know, and I don't like a dry heel. But he's hilarious in interviews, though. That stuff. Yeah. Some of the stuff he's been doing in interviews are oh, hilarious yeah. lately. Um, I, he's not trying to be super cool heel. No, no, no. You know, I'd rather him be a dry heel than try to be cool NWO heel or yeah. something like that. But with with the mix of people that are in there right now, he could expand his character without yeah, any problems whatsoever. To, that I'll agree. He, it could be good. Because with Seth Rollins out for six to eight months. No, Cesaro. Cesaro out. Orton out. They're saying Orton's out. Could possibly be out a year. Now. Yeah, they uh, they just posted something uh, in this group that I'm in. Randy Orton to undergo neck surgery after he has soldier, shoulder surgery. Yeah. Good lord! So these guys, but you you think they've been going for ten, fifteen years, just yeah. balls to the wall mm-hmm. wrestling every night. Which after we get done talking about Survivor Series, I want to talk about that because I have. Uh, something in my head, I think that de- would benefit the WWE greatly, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. save that okay. point. So, what's our next match? <clears throat> the, I think it was the traditional. Yeah, it should have been the traditional. What a, the other traditional? What a throwaway fucking match. Yeah, and this and it didn't help Sheamus at all because no. you left. You had Sheamus as the last guy there, and that's a face thing. That he had. <laughs> he was he was odd man out during the whole. Uh, the whole uh, New, Day. New Day, you know, which, talking thing, which was hilarious. Oh, great. Which, oh, it was hilarious. And you know what? Damn you, Xavier Woods, you stole Raphael King's look. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. He, he straight up came to Memphis, probably saw a wildfire show. He's probably there with you guys. You just didn't notice <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, we didn't notice him. And he saw, wild, or he saw Art Raphael's hair. Yeah. And I was like, ha-ha. <laughs> Do nice. you know, have you ever met R&D, Mo? Uh yeah 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 I met him yeah great great worker great heel and we're gonna have him on the show Absolutely. eventually uh, and a great haircut great haircut oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great but yeah like I just I don't get the point of having Sheamus like the only guy there mm-hmm. after New Day leaves the ring and I'd like to point this bu- this booking misnomer or malfunction here out you got to remember previously. Sheamus was going to cash in on on Seth Rollins after R- Rollins had had two matches on night of, was it night of champions cuz he yeah. Had, yeah 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 okay so it was, that was the night that Seth Rollins had two matches he comes out he's going to cash in Kane interrupts the cash in choke slams Sheamus and that's the end of that yeah okay so like now earlier in the night Sheamus has a 3 on 1 situation takes three finishers gets the hell beat out of him goes to the back and at the end of the night, cashes in and wins the WWE title yeah. on this night. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Whereas Night of Champions, you had him take one move and he was done. He was done. He was done. So I mean, that's to me, that's a booking malfunction right there. That's the power. That's the power of the demon, man. Yeah. 
the demon. <laughs> <laughs> was that the next match? <laughs> no, I think uh, Divas. Or was that was, Divas? Uh, yeah. Biker Kane. It Kane. doesn't matter. Biker Kane. Um, Biker Kane. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to the Divas match before we um, go to Bray Wyatt and Ann, the, the Wyatt family and Taker. Um, this match. Did we totally skip Bigler. What's up? Oh, well, we can talk a little bit Tyler Breeze. I thought it was an all right match. Ziggler I mean, and Tyler Breeze served its purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was I, a good match. Tyler's got to be careful <laughs> because that character he has can go stale quick, so he needs to be constantly doing something to change it up. Yeah. Um, hopefully at this <laughs> – like, I like – you know, this would have been a good time for when Tyler comes out to do his entrance like they did at the special NXT events mm-hmm. where they have the supermodels all come out one by one mm-hmm. in different outfits. And right. then Tyler th- – yeah, that would look uh, Yeah, that was awesome. On, <laughs> I um, saw a meme. <laughs> it was uh, superstars' careers that have, that have been ruined by Summer Rae. <laughs> 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 it started out with Fandango, yeah. and, and then it went to Rusev, and <laughs> it's wow. Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. <laughs> wow! Almost like the Curse of Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! A, oh God! Sunny don't don't. Summer. No, let's not get let's not get done talking on Sunny again. <laughs> we had some off air comments that were. Anybody know what you call that number on Sunny? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're saying we all need to get off of Sunny. Yes. Um, okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. could have used better vocabulary in that. Yes. <laughs> so, so I guess we could also call this match um, uh, next Shawn Michaels versus next Shawn Michaels. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, That's a good point. Michael's and Janetti, but I'm not picking up Janetti yet. <laughs> okay, I got it. So what you're saying is, like, we need to go ahead and tag them up, and whichever one comes out on that on I top. I think that would be great. Dual, exactly. dual I, selfie sticks. You know, you know, that wouldn't be bad. That really wouldn't be a bad idea. I think idea. Ziggler and Tyler Breeze could be a good tag team. Yeah. And move Ziggler back into a heel the role. gorgeous show-off. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Mo! Call the WWE now and get a job <laughs> booking so to make that happen. There you go. All right, the gorgeous show off. The gorgeous <laughs> show off. And then when they end up breaking up, Ziggler super kicks you know his selfie stick through a window or something because yeah. that would happen. I wonder how many people right. are going to do that on <laughs> WWE 2K16 after they hear this. <laughs> <laughs> did well, you hear? Did you hear me, Mo? No, I, sa- I said I wonder how many people are gonna hear are gonna do that on WWE 2K16 after hearing this. <laughs> right. Oh man, me as soon as I go in. Hey, <laughs> if, if you create this tag team and on WWE 2K16 and give them an effort, please, if you put it on social media, tweet us, tweet us at Oversell Podcast because that's something I think it would really be fun yeah, to see how many yeah. listeners we have out there playing. There you go. WWE 2K16. Well, this moves us into yeah, we'll yeah. go to the. Divas match. Divas match. match. Uh, Charlotte versus Paige, and this and match it didn't start. It, there, there's it the wasn't, one match that should have started in a brawl. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, and they did it on Monday night. Isn't that weird? Yeah, on Monday night they had a. Br- yeah, they, they started killed off. it Monday. Mm-hmm. They they had an amazing match Monday. Why did you save that match for Monday? Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Yep. It, it, I think they lost. I think they tried too hard. To, I mean. Get too much emotion out of the match. Like it's doing the whole little brother thing. The comment that, that was low. Yeah, <laughs> and we talked about that last week. I just we weren't a fan of, especially since like 
he didn't die in like a car accident no. or something like that. He died of a drug overdose. Yeah, no. he, and he had been yeah. continuously having problems up until that point with drug addiction and stuff like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's not something you bring. I mean, it's not. Wow. It's not like it's not like when they had when they were using Eddie in storyline. Right. right. No, no, At no, least no. Eddie's made sense. You had Benoit on the roster. You had Chavo. You had Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. It made sense. This kid didn't do anything. He was just Ric Flair's kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> George in our chat room asks, has Charlotte had a good match that didn't involve Sasha or Natalia? Uh, I, I'm sure uh, she had a lot of good matches in NXT. Yeah. And her and Paige I mean, actually did a good a, job. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it this way. Like, the NXT girls that bragged on, I mean, I know this from working out with Dan all the time when we were in the school. When me and Dan would have a match somewhere else, it clicked. It synced because we knew each other, what what each other was going to do. We trained the same way. It was smooth. So when you have Bailey and Sasha putting on eight-star matches, it's because they've worked together for a year or so. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, just nonstop. Right. And, and Paige and Charlotte have it. And it's kind of like they're serving two masters when, yeah. with these women's matches. And I think they need to stop using the term divas. Like Mike said last week, mm-hmm. start calling them women's wrestlers. Bring back the women's wrestling title, and start looking at the women's wrestlers as they're looked at in NXT. Yeah, that that would solve that problem immediately. Then you'd have a true, you could call it a women's wrestling revolution. Yep, you can you you can't call it a revolution unless you change the name of that title. Right, I, 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 that I'm butterfly to, I'm belt. To that point. That butterfly belt is so stupid. Hey, my little sister decorated that belt, all right? <laughs> <laughs> she, she got out it's the bedazzling kit, some uh, hot glue, that- and a lot of glitter. <laughs> thing is, though, I, a lot I, of paint. I think they're still doing it, though, is because they can't trademark women's. You know, they've, they've trademarked divas so they can get make money off of that. Yeah. Well, why can't they just say WWE women's title? Yeah. I mean that's that's trademarkable. They want to be unique. Yeah, but uh, you can't have you can't have total women on the E network. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> nice. That show. <laughs> Fuck. Or WWE Flapper Girls title. Maybe that. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's nah. go way back. How about nah. we just go before Divas and go all the way back to the Flapper Girl? How about that? Oh God, the Rockets. WWE Ratchet Champion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> This is why we like yeah, MMO. Come on, <laughs> you just broke Dan. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this the oh, it man. just it it didn't have the right pace for where they. Yeah, it should have started in a brawl and it should have been an all-out fight from start to finish. Instead, they they were oh, especially after the way they left it on Raw. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. it 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 should have you know, it should have been a whole lot better than what it was. Yeah, you know. Here's here's my big beef with Charlotte. I love Charlotte. Her in her ring work, like she's great. Stop putting a microphone in her hand. Oh, you have a perfect <laughs> element in her father to bring him in and let him be the mouthpiece because she can't talk. <laughs> yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. I can agree that with that. Of hers, woo. Yeah. Woo. I can agree to that. Um. It gives it gives something to do with Ric Flair, and I never could get tired of seeing Ric Flair. I always yeah. like seeing exactly. It gives Rick something to do. Like. I like seeing Rick take off his jacket, elbow drop it, <laughs> pick up a book, talk into it to while it. stepping on a microphone, <laughs> throw the microphone down, yeah, and, and just. Because I've I've always wondered how hard it's got to be for the guys like Hogan, 
and flair that were like the biggest things in their in their profession and now they're old and they can't do anymore and they're blacklisted to say the n-word it's gonna be crazy <laughs> did you know they can't even say bring up his name on television now yeah that's where we're at. Like you can't say the words Hulk Hogan, golly, until about six months down the line, and then whenever yeah, they'll they'll make up and forget yeah. it ever happened. Yeah, Hogan Did, Vince too at WrestleMania 32. <laughs> Who are the tag team champions right now? New Day, New Day, New Day. Um, and they didn't. Yeah, Ascension. <laughs> you wish. The, the only reason I ask because it feels like forever since they defended the tag titles. Uh, it's been a few weeks. No, yeah, they defended against the Dudleys. At the that last was, that was the last pay per view, yeah. It just seems I don't know. Yeah. About a month ago, I think a title match on Raw every now and then would help their title so much. And a title change a on ti- Raw, yeah. That now that would be huge. They need the the ratings would spike if you do that every yeah. once in a while. Oh yeah, you need. Yeah, you they need to treat the titles like trophies again. Like I remember watching the Chris Jericho DVD, and he was talking about a time that they had an intercontinental title match on Raw. And the whole time in the back, he was like, present it like a world title match. Have us both come out, no introductions, one person on one side of the ring, have the ring announcer hold the belt up. You know, the traditional you know, title match right. ceremony. before. And he's like, make the title mean something. And they didn't do it. And, and if, you, if, you go, if you go back to the Attitude Era, the week before, you know, they would promote, you're going to see your world heavyweight title defended on this show. Exactly, and yeah. You know, if they would do that every so often, you might your viewership might go up. I think they did like a two point nine rating this week. Yeah, it was under three million. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. No, that is not good. I mean, ratings are in the tank, and we can go back to this topic again. Let's finish up Survivor Series because I got a lot. I, like I said, the thought I have, I think you guys, you probably will agree with me and think it's a good idea. Next match: the uh, Wyatts and Brothers of Destruction. Is is Bray Wyatt Coolest ever going to win? Entrance a, ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bray Wyatt ever going to win a pay per view match? No. <laughs> I mean, he's not he, for a while. No. He's the beat the people up on Raw, win every week on Raw, and then get beat at the pay per view guy. Yeah, he's, he's got a great record on Raw and SmackDown. Right. Mm-hmm. He's probably undefeated on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> It, and it, it, this goes back to what you said earlier. You, you're missing so much talent. You have Bray Wyatt, who is a draw. Mm-hmm. People love coming to shows to see him cut promos, to do the little firefly thing, mm-hmm. capitalize on the popularity. Yeah. Now I'm not saying the time he should he sh- if they wanted to do anything with him, he should have been the guy to beat the Undertaker, mm-hmm. not Brock. Now he he's he's a guy that needs a long program. He's a guy that needs a program that can be stretched out for longevity. You don't need to keep having your Randy Orton-Sheamus matches take over a card. Well, at least we won't see those you for know, a year. Yeah, yeah. But you don't need to keep having your Randy Orton-Sheamus' matches and John Cena versus Sheamus Part 23. You, know. right. you don't need to have that taking over your card every single time because people have seen it. They right. don't like it. They're tired of it. Well, and so if you look at the Reigns Wyatt feud, <coughs> I kind of it was creepy as hell, but it it was could have been a long drawn out feud like when he's doing the pictures of his daughter mm-hmm. and, and yeah. stuff like that. But then they just kind of dropped it. They pulled the Reigns back on it once uh, the daughter picked. Yeah, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they pulled uh, the Reigns back. Uh, 
I'll go ahead and say it. It was so, raining tears at yeah. the end of the <laughs> pay-per-view. Uh, great. But, you know, good match. Luke Harper, I think, is very underrated. Very. As a worker. Oh, very. Yeah. He, I think he had a fantastic match. Very. Here. Yeah. Um, it I, looks like. I thought it was a short match. Yeah. I mean, like, I know it's always said and joking about it, but I really thought that Undertaker's entrance was longer than his match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You know, you and tip, you know it's weird that the Undertaker actually won at Survivor Series because typically that's where he gets written off. He loses. Yeah, he loses and gets written off until WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yep. and they didn't do that this year, so that nah. kind of shocked me too. Yep. He, we may see him in more programs too, because uh, I think there was talk of him actually being more involved at the pay per views and different things like that. So you know, th- it this may be a last uh, last year run for him. Hurrah. His last ride. A last ride. There you oh. go. <laughs> last ride. Oh my god. The There's puns. too much puns they're, going they're, on here. It's, <laughs> it's too punny. Um, you still with us, Mo? Oh yeah. Okay. I totally Sorry. agree. I think he's done after Mania. I think oh, so yeah. too. I yeah. Think. Now I heard somebody say this. It may have been one of you guys. It may I may have heard it on another podcast. How crazy would it be if The Undertaker won the title at WrestleMania 32 and then came out on Raw Monday, laid the title in the ring, and just walked away? Yep. That'd be cool. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see that. That would be very cool. Like, under- And then they'd be complaining about the next pay-per-view because it was a predictable tournament. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be complaining. About, <laughs> they'd be complaining about Sheamus winning the Money in Bank match for the second time at WrestleMania, <laughs> and the tournament at King of the Ring. Yep. <laughs> and then not having a King of the Ring match. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not the King of the Ring discussion again. No, no, let's not get um, into that. King <laughs> but you know, is still here. You know, it, I thought I thought that it was a it was a good match. Like mm-hmm. I said, uh, Braun Strowman. Remember when he was like a monster that was no selling everything? Mm-hmm. Or it happened to there? They got choke slammed through the table, man. Yeah, that's what happens when the take. You know what? It, it, it you took brother. two of them to do make, it. That's make, right. make you know what I would have done? Make him still a monster. He no sells that, and he gets up and Undertaker and Kane are like, "What is this guy?" Yeah, and then you have a new monster heel. Yeah. Now he's just becoming another Eric uh, it Rowan. It should have. I love Undertaker, but it should have ended even if Taker and Kane got the win. It should have ended with the brothers laid out. Yeah, and the wife. Right. with four people out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they wanted to do a a, a kind of a you know testament to the Undertaker. You know, I mean the whole pay per view was yeah, years, it was know? all centered around him. Yeah, so I mean you know, you know <laughs> if anything, you know here's the way I honestly thought this was gonna go. I thought they were gonna come out there and get jumped by the four. You know simultaneously just all the all these guys jumping in and jumping on them and i thought brock lesnar was going to come up and save oh that would have been amazing are you brock i would i thought i thought for sure brock lesnar was going to make the save and maybe sting was going to come out there too i i honestly don't think you'll be seeing brock lesnar until the rumble yeah probably oh, yeah. and you won't see brock lesnar until he wins the rumble when yeah. he comes out at 30 Mm-hmm. <laughs> destroys everyone, throws it out, and there's your world Rumble runner. Mm-hmm. You know how much that hurts for me to say. <laughs> yeah. I know you kind of stuttered and stammered <laughs> a little bit when you said it. <laughs> what was as our long next as match? He gets his hands on Owens in the Rumble and tears them apart. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I think the next match is. I hate hearing that he's a prize fighter. Put him against a beast like that. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. I think the next match is the World Heavyweight yeah, Title I think match. It was the, the Roman title Reigns match. versus. Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. And th- that match went the way it was supposed to go. 
It was too short, though. It was too short. Opinion. It was and, too and it just, short. And, it, and I know why it ended the way it did, because that's if you're going to have Seamus cash in, mm-hmm. that's the way you have to do it. Right. Um, but it, it was just weird that... I we fully know. expected a turn from one of the two. Yeah. We did, and it didn't happen. I wouldn't like to say I told you so on the no-heel turn on Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reminding us. I, I, I could have sworn one of them was turning, like when Triple H came out and the confetti's falling. But what I noticed, the one thing I noticed is Charles Robinson is still at ringside. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I knew just any time, time. Yeah, any time yeah, yeah. Hunter comes out there. <laughs> Something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, a good physical match, though. That point where they start shoving each other's head and then just start punching each other. Yep. I like that spot. Because um, I thought I thought they were going to pull a taker and uh, Brock there for a minute and start smiling at one another and just beat the hell yeah, out of one another right. all over again, you know. So, But, it, it, you know, it was them shoving and each other, being brothers, you know. I think – all right. Roman Reigns either needs to stop doing it or he needs to start getting pinfalls from it. The Superman punch. See, that's a problem I've got with pretty much every pay-per-view match now. Yeah. Is finishers not actually finishing people. Right. right. There are too many right. people that are kicking out of finishers too often. There's Except you know, the 3D. No one kicks out of the 3D because the Dudley boys will legitimately kill you if true. you kick out of the true. 3D. This is true. But, I mean, any pay-per-view match now – Somebody kicks out of a finisher, you know, at least once. Oh, but ev- no one, everyone has fallen victim to the springboard stunner. <laughs> that's not a finisher. That's a flop. Uh, oh, that movie is. So <laughs> actually li- I'm actually listening. I'm actually listening to commentary one night, and uh, Michael Cole actually says the the words, "Oh man, Cena's been very successful with that springboard stunner." That. And I'm You're, like, I remember that. How? One. You're a fucking liar. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> How is he supposed to be successful? Oh, yeah. He successfully didn't break anything. Yeah, he successfully landed on his ass in the ring. That's what he successfully did. <laughs> and then he kicked out at two. <laughs> and he kicked out at two. But I really <laughs> wish they could get away from, well, you know, at least not using finishers. That, you know, if, right. if people well, are going to kick out of them, change with, your move. With the Superman punch, I'm fine with him keeping it, but he has to stop doing his pounding the fist into the mat and then cocking his hand. Yeah. Just throw it. Just at some point, like, how awesome was a diamond cutter when you never knew when it was coming and Diamond Dallas Page did it? Right. It was, it was, I remember it was like, Diamond Dallas Page is amazing. I've still got it in my head where he took out the entire flock because they were jumping him one at a time, you know, and like Kidman comes Dang. behind and puts him in a, in a sleeper hold and he th- he literally threw Kidman backwards. He threw his legs backwards and held onto his head and cut him. See? I mean, it was yeah. just like, and then like out of nowhere, he was just like, Pulling it out of fireman's carries and you know different things like that and everything. I've still got that in my head, you know, because he's getting jumped left and right, and he's diamond cutting everybody as they're getting in the ring, and it's just like. Boom, and boom, and boom. that's what I love about Randy Orton. He can pull that RKO out of nowhere. Exactly. Yes. You don't know and exactly when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sets it up sometimes when he does the little, you know, mm-hmm. the, jumps down on the mat. And the curb stomp to RKO is probably one of the best. That was the best. Oh, finish, yeah. one of the best finishes I've ever seen. I know. Oh, yeah. That, that, oh, I loved it, but the shooting star from Evan Bourne into the RKO. Yes. Yeah. That, oh, that, that was too. Great too. And, and for me, another underrated one, at least. I won't say it's the best. Sheldon Benjamin against Shawn Michaels and on Raw. And he super kicked him as he springboarded. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was, it, it, yeah, that was catch his head and it's in the front I w- row. <laughs> I want to see more moves like that. Like, uh, Reigns, one week, I think he was getting a pop-up powerbomb. 
And when Kevin Owens popped him up, he came and he did a Superman punch. That's how that That's moved. That's great. That, yeah. yeah, out that, of nowhere. Exactly. That's how that Be more moved. out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> and at least go for a pin every once in a while mm-hmm. after you try it. Yeah. Don't yeah. just sit there and wait for the spear. Right. I mean, psychologically, they need Tracy Smothers in there telling them how to do this kind <laughs> of thing. There show. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, ultimately, finishers should be finishers again. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's it's okay for a big match, you know, somebody to kick out, you know, you know, to build, you know, more of the match. Well, I mean, but and you have your monsters that it may take one or two finishers to uh, get right. down. Like Brock Lesnar, you may have to spear him three times. Exactly. I can get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then have to spear him through a table or something. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, is as, as much as we love Dean uh, Ambrose. Yeah. Re- WrestleMania, WrestleMania fourteen made Kane when it took three tombstones yeah. to right. put him away. And right. he, he was a monster, yeah. But I mean, like you know, Dean Ambrose. You know, we love him, but you know, size-wise and all that. I mean, he shouldn't kick out of a finisher. No. You know, no. multiple times. No. No. And he shouldn't do that whole back into the ropes and flip off. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I have I well, gotten that, that point across yet? I just want that known. Well, he's like charging up his power meter so he oh, can kick okay, out. Okay, so he can hit L one. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> It's the only yeah, reason yeah, he yeah. does it. He's got the SmackDown. Oh, shit. <laughs> is there still Y for the finisher? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, but then Reigns wins. He's crying because yeah. he's so happy, and then he's crying because he eats two broke kicks. And yeah. yeah. We have a new world heavyweight champion. The Sheamus era has begun. Mm-hmm. Who's excited for the Sheamus era? Yeah, I'm not seeing any hands up. It's not going to last long. Yeah. It's going to last till WrestleMania. Well, I'm I noticing. I just don't see it. I, I, I don't know who else they'd put it on, but I don't see him being champion going to WrestleMania. Are they starting to create a faction? Because I noticed like Wade Barrett and Rusev came out the, the to help Alan, him. The, yeah, they started that a little while ago before Rusev got injured. Mm-hmm. But now Sheamus is, you know, Triple H now teasing that. Mm-hmm. Wondering if they're going to bring in Barrett and Rusev to I, the authority, I, and I, th- I think it, it'd be great, and it it gives something to bring. Um, Start a faction, bring you Neville, know, bring Neville up. If anything, it. that's what oh, needs yeah. to the happen. United Kingdom to bring it the the out uh, the Allied Nations, the foreign the foreign legion, the foreign, the foreign Le- legion. There you, there you go, and get Becky Lynch to with them too. Yeah, that would be great. Paige, Paige, she's yeah, already there. You go. Heel. I would like that. But overall, and that would have been a great Survivor Series match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why isn't this a Survivor Series match? We're See, creating a faction it's, it's, at the end of Survivor Series. Yeah. It's, damn it! It's too many damn hands in the pot at the WWE. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Kevin Dunn has to have the you know he's producing the television and blah 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 with mm-hmm. his funky ass fucking teeth. And I think I just sounded just like Jim Cornette saying that. <laughs> Listen, you bucky tooth motherfucker. I'm about to come over this table and <laughs> slap them bucky ass teeth out your fucking head. Oh god. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, just <laughs> um I I yeah. Um it's Vince being out of touch. And this is the point I wanted to get to about what the WWE needs to do right now. WWE needs to take the month of December off. Mm-hmm. For multi- for multiple reasons. Okay. Let your guys rest up. Some of them have minor lingering injuries. Everybody does basically. Yeah. yeah. Let mm-hmm. let them relax. See their families for a month. Get them to spend time with them. You know, heal up, rehab. Just get away. Clear your head. Uh, two helps you reset your storylines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they just it needs to be seasons with this show. That's where They're, it's going. Well, I think what you what your I think what a better idea of that would be would be to have a rotation. You know. 
Because uh, I think like I think with it being on a rotation, I think you you would have more longevity. Yeah. You know, you've got a few months downtime. You know, you can go back. You can you well, know rest and work out and heal your body and everything. Yeah. And then you come back in a few months, and you're ready to do the. You're ready to do the show game right. again. You're ready to roll and go for another nine months. You know, right? And and I was talking to um, our friend Joseph. Every wrestler needs two months off. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. You know, and, and it's right. That way, you avoid having all your best talent injured at one time because they're not running ragged all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think what those how those guys could come back if they had a month of rest. Mm-hmm. Yep. No house shows. You know, with Raw, you could do best ofs. Mm-hmm. For a month, you got shows from the network you can promote. You know, there's plenty of options here. And that's why I, I just... And I think people would, like, they'd accept the refreshing change. Like, oh, right. man, I mean, Raw's not on TV for a month. Right. Well, and they get to then watch... by the time you brought it back in January, you'd be like, oh, man, Raw's on. Right. <laughs> get ready for the Rumble. You know, Monday Night Football is usually is done around then, too, so you don't have to worry about that taking away your audience. And a lot of TV shows do this, you know, like mid-season finales or whatever, and then right. they take off a month or two and then come back. Right. And it just, it, it, it would, I think it would help. It wouldn't help only the, it wouldn't just help the wrestlers. It would help the fans. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not seeing the same thing every week. Mm-hmm. And that that's just. <laughs> I, made a th- I made a thing uh, a while back, and I said, uh, if uh, Walking Dead ever goes off the air. WWE needs to hire every writer off. <laughs> oh <there>. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, because I mean that's that's some good storytelling right there. Yeah, you know, I mean that's some that's some good long storytelling. You know, and I, I love right. a good long story. You know, it's just WWE hasn't been pulling through yet. You know, on the long storyline. So another thing they need to do is call Jim Ross and say, Jim, we're sorry. What? How much money will it take? <laughs> What demands do you have? We need you back at the commentary table. I think I think Ross is done. I really uh, do. He is. Health, yeah. Health-wise, he's done. Yeah. You know, he can't take a schedule like that. I, I just want to hear his voice on Monday nights. I, and, you know, to get it, you can't just do commentary. You know, they want you doing, like, three or four other jobs besides commentary. Because Michael Cole, commentary is not his only and, job. Well, you know no, what? Yeah. If I'm running the show, Jim... I want you at that commentary table on Monday nights. Don't worry about another damn thing about except <laughs> about getting good commentary. Yeah. John Bradshaw, Layfield, Michael Cole, Byron Sexton, you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I miss – I mean, I know it wouldn't happen now because Brock, Brock's back and all, but I miss Paul Heyman. Heyman was good. L- Ross and Lawler's well, yeah, that's, chemistry that's, was just untouchable. Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they can bring in Mo Stiegel and do commentary. There you go. There you go. Well, he's not <laughs> under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mo here on Cotto. Oh, 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 Jesus. Kevin Owens apparently, wrestling. No. Oh. Apparently, Papa Shango <laughs> cursed Mo Stagall. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. right. <laughs> Help oh, me, no. sick man. You're not pu- if you're puking colors, you may want to call Papa Shango. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. A little ooze pouring down my head. There you go. All right. Well, I was I I've looked this up, um, and this was a post by Mick Foley. Can I read this? Are yeah, we ready go, for ahead. This? go ahead. And I think, man, this is this is spot on. This really is. Um, let's see here. He uh, he titles this "Getting Close." It says, I'm going to quote an article from July 2014 called The Sad Case of Zack Ryder. 
in which I wrote, eventually, people get tired of finding out what the WWE superstars they have supported with their cheers, their signs, their purchases, their follows, and their likes aren't real superstars. And little by little, those fans lose interest in WWE. They find other interests and become former WWE fans. I am one of those people on the verge of becoming a former WWE fan. I'm tired of being told through Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views that WWE superstars I have rooted for, from Ziggler to Cesaro to Kevin Owens, aren't top stars. No matter how strongly fixed, how strongly crowd reaction seems to disagree. I'm tired of NXT stars getting their big break in WWE just to be treated like jokes. Six months ago, my son and I traveled 12 hours from eastern Tennessee to Orlando, Florida to watch Sasha Banks wrestle Becky Lynch at an NXT TakeOver, one of the greatest women's matches of all time. Last night in what I believe was their first singles match on Raw, Sasha and Becky were given four minutes. At a time when WWE desperately needs to make new stars, when they need to give wrestlers with talent the opportunity to break through, they gave Sasha and Becky four minutes. I turned the channel and watched a pretty good football game instead. <laughs> I think I can get used to watching football games on Monday night again. I will be watching Raw this Monday. Maybe as is often the case in relationships, they will give me just enough to remind me why I love wrestling. Just enough to keep me coming back. Maybe they will even give Sasha and Becky a rematch and a legitimate chance to show the world what they can do. There is an old saying in politics, as Ohio goes, so goes the nation. Think of me as the Ohio of wrestling fans. If I leave, it's not just one disgruntled former fan finding something else to do on Monday nights. Instead, losing a longtime diehard fan like me might be well might well be an indication of a larger exodus from WWE. I guess we'll see what tale the ratings tell. I want to say I really do, so please. I want I want to stay, I really do. So please, WWE, next week on WWE Raw, just give me a reason. Let me know what you think. Oh, yeah. Sock Tuesday is one more week away. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. bang, bang. <laughs> that was spot on right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah That and uh, I sent not that i'm expecting an answer back i sent an invitation to mick to come on this show he has an open invitation anytime he wants to come on this show yeah we may even, if even we may even have to bump oprah <laughs> oh man oprah may not like that <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, I think he hit you the, get a middle finger everybody gets a middle <laughs> finger <laughs> middle finger um he hit, he hit the nail on the head yes he did i mean uh, that you cannot I, I that was perfectly put oh yeah you know um you can't watch a show that drives people away, you know, and knowing how hard these guys work to get these spots on these shows and to treat them like second class and third class citizens is unacceptable in my in my book and a lot of other people's books, too. You not you're not going to make a star out of these guys by putting them on pre shows. You're not going to make a star out of these guys by having them lose constantly on Raw and SmackDown and WWF superstars and then. You know, they go to NXT and they act like gods. Right. right. You right. know? And Sasha Banks, 
who is one of your not just your best women's workers, she's one of your best workers. Yeah. Best wrestlers. Yeah. Four minute match on Four Raw. Minute, and, mm-hmm. and, and then if she goes to NXT, she lights the world up against Bailey. Mm-hmm. It's, well, and it's goes down right? goes down in history as the first Iron Man Iron Women's match ever in WWE, and she has a four minute match on Raw. Right, mm-hmm. she she beat your whole SummerSlam pay per view, one of your big four pay per views. She destroyed every match on it with Bailey. Yep, in thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. And yet she has a four minute. Now I like the promo she cut afterwards. Did you hear what she did? No. She said she wasn't tapping out. There was a spider in the ring, and she was trying to kill it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best excuse I've ever heard if of she tapping out. <laughs> if, if she starts, if she starts mimicking our truth, I'm going to get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe she'll bring back little Jimmy. Maybe Stop her and our truth. Spider's out. Oh my god. Oh my god. Our truth. Imagine this. Our truth. And Sasha Banks walk into a ring. Mm-hmm. Holding an imaginary little Jimmy. Oh my God! <laughs> I could just see them like lifting him up in the air. <laughs> we, we need to go home. <laughs> uh, I'm getting cross-eyed. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mo, where can folks find you on the brilliance that has killed wrestling social media? Yes. Ah, uh, they can find me on the tweet book on uh, no, uh, Facebook.com/slash <laughs> the MOE Mo Siegel and Twitter at Atmo Um Well, like we we uh, you can follow. I guess I'll do a Twitter before we do Superstar of the Week. Okay. Um, be sure you're following us on Twitter at Oversell Podcast, and head over to Facebook.com/slash Oversell Podcast, and follow me on Twitter. I am at Shropnuts S C H R O E P N U T S. I am at One Dangerous Dan, and I'm on Facebook Dangerous Dan Matthews at WolfMike23. Also, be sure to head over to Oversell.com. And check out the Amazon link, buy lots of stuff, and help support this podcast. And, guys, we, we like to every end, end every episode like this. We like to do Superstar of the Week. So, guys, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? <laughs> Echo. <laughs> my, my, my Superstar of the Week is the Echo function on that mixer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it, too. You, it gives he, somebody a godly voice on another podcast. Yeah, Mo. Hang on. I'll tell you I'll tell you after we get done recording what that's all about. Dan, Superstar of the Week. Oh, man. Uh, my Superstar of the Week is going to be Dean Ambrose because I like both of his matches more than most of the rest of the ones at the pay-per-view. Mike? I'll go with Undertaker just for longevity. All right. My Superstar of the Week, I have two of them. Actually, Mo, let me get yours before I do mine. I always like to do it. I'm going to go cliche and go 25 years, give it to The Undertaker. I like it. I like it. I have two on mine. They're a tag team, and their names are Full Deck. That is my superstar. M-E-W. M-E-W. They. Oh. (laughs) No. What? (laughs) What'd you say? What what was that? What are you talking about, player? (laughs) Talking about Full Deck, player? Full deck. Talking about tattoo. That's oh, a, that's that's Diamond Ink. No, he's uh, yeah. You're talking like tattoo. That's Diamond Ink. He's talking about full deck. They're they're the other tag team. I know. I know. Well, tattoo runs oh. the show, baby. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm George sorry. George in the I'm chat just... room says, "Superstar of the week: the Atlanta fans who booed Roman when he won the title. Screw Vince." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. 
But that's going to be it for this week. You didn't have Rock out there this time for yeah. Lee, yeah. Well, the Rock, yeah. Is, the Rock probably won't be out there with Roman Reigns again. He's like, I'm not getting booed like that. Man. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself, Vince. Only if he rock bottoms him at the end. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and joins the authority. I am going for the title. Yep. Well, that's going to be it, everybody. Thank you for listening, Mo. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I, I know you're feeling a little under the weather, and you you toughed through it to come do this stupid little podcast with us. I did it. I did it. And you, you made survived. it through. You made it through. He's going to puke. Now, he's probably going to explode. Uh, I ain't far from it. He's going to puke. <laughs> he's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to. He's going to. He's going to. Are we trying to get him to do it on no. the air? No. <laughs> no, no. I don't want it. I don't want him taking it into the bathroom. To go. <laughs> he's probably going to do that anyway. He probably will. All right. Oh, man. I'm so doing that as soon as I get off here. No, I'm sure you are. I've been holding it for five minutes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Well, why don't we keep you on the line here? No, no, <laughs> don't. No, uh-uh. <laughs> Let's not and say we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. No. All right. Thank you for listening so much, everyone. Be sure you head on out to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. Here. Like us on Facebook, too. Like us on Facebook and give us a little five Follow star. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, be sure you Take buy care. lots of stuff from that Amazon link. Head over to oversellpodcast.com. That's where you can do that. And leave us a review on iTunes. That helps us with our iTunes rating. Yeah. And, and a happy Thanksgiving. Very happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners. Mo, thank you for having us. What the hell is this? Spike your hair. What are you trying not to get it on the rust of my table here? Oh, my God. No. Can you do that? No. you get sick? Oh God! Huh? Huh? Oh my God! He, he's gonna! He's gonna! He's gonna! He's coming at you! He's gonna you! And that's where we're going to leave it this week. Thanks, folks, for listening. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.